Hello, my name is Megan Rowe and welcome to the Primary Music Teaching Podcast. Today I am here with Meg Chaplin, also known as Music with Meg. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So um, I found your YouTube about, oh, it might have been a few months ago now, and I used one of your videos to teach a year two class that I was working with. And um, I thought it was really, it was just really, really good. It really worked. It looked really professional and it helped me to to tick off my learning objective. Um, and it was about children understanding pitch. So I had to get in touch, especially seeing as we have the same name um, and we're both musicians. So... Would you like to just quickly introduce yourself and tell us about what you do and where you started? Yeah, sure. So, um, gosh, that's a... (laughs) It's like, where did I start? Um, But yeah, I'm Meg. So I actually trained uh, most recently as an actor and a musician um, in London. And then as many other performers do realize that that's not really a full-time career so that's when I started teaching music um so I started off teaching uh, like toddlers classes babies and toddlers um and then moved into music like instrumental lessons piano and violin and guitar and uh yeah but music it's always been kind of yeah it's always just it feels like in my whole life, whenever I've tried to veer away from music, it just finds its way back to me. It seems like that's what I'm meant to do, really. So there we go. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. So <laughs> oh, I have a few questions for you. Sure. Um, let's, let's get right into it. Um, <laughs> first of all, what are your... I really love that question. Um, Oh my goodness. Well, I went to such a small school in Cornwall. Um, There were like 80 kids in the entire school. Ah. So my earliest memories of like education in school, like music education was, I mean, we, we had like, we didn't have a music teacher. We had teachers who like there was one teacher the year six teacher who could play piano so every Friday she'd like haul her keyboard out for assembly and we'd sing hymns and there were then then I remember I think there were probably about six kids in the school who played like instruments um me and my sister and a few kids from her year group and so they decided to start an orchestra for our school with these six instruments and we had violin from uh, me and my sister on cello. We had one other violinist, a flautist, and a boy who played the euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, how do you uh, how do you write for that ensemble? And That's I awesome. remember like, yeah, and we we played in this like tiny room, and the boy on the euphonium had to literally sit outside the door because he was so loud. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say that's probably the earliest, like, education, music education memory. I mean, I I guess 
I did a lot of extracurricular stuff at primary school um, with music, orchestras and things, and went to see lots of concerts and stuff. So I guess uh, that's that kind of education that isn't formal, is it? But it, you still learn a lot from, from watching concerts and going to gigs and things, yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's brilliant. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, mm, let's see, let's see. What would you say are the benefits of a good music education for children? Oh, yeah. Because we yeah. talked about this we for, did. for quite a bit. Um, <gasps> how many benefits there are and how how amazing it could be if everyone practiced music every day. Yeah, or... I mean, how many things did we come up with? There was, there's like 10, but <laughs> I can't remember even what we said, but I guess... I mean, just looking at my life, having had early music education, I'm talking like, you know, young primary, like key stage one, and how that's taught me discipline and hard work. I think it's really important for kids. I So I worked as a nanny as well before I got into music teaching. And um, the number of kids I would see who don't, who haven't developed the ability to just persist with something, hmm. you know, if they can't do something, they just will stop. And that's, you know, that's just human nature. But I think when you're learning an instrument, it's a bit like, I guess the same goes for learning a sport or something like that. But, but you, you just learn that you have to persevere. Hmm. If you want to be good, you're not going to pick it up straight away. Um, and then, yeah, just, I guess, we talked about, didn't we, like the uh, the translational skills. That's probably not a word. The transitional <laughs> skills. Oh, uh, yes. The uh, way that the skills that like interdisciplinary skills that music gives you, like like maths, you know. Transferable um, skills. That's the word. Yeah. Transferable skills. Maths and um, like problem solving, uh, decoding almost and and reading and how that ties into I don't know whatever side of your brain all of those skills live in I think learning to read music and learning to play an instrument really helpful for that yeah and empathy and listening definitely I mean if you this is one thing that teachers always <laughs> say is that oh kids just don't listen but maybe <laughs> we need to teach them about the importance of listening and um mm. And maybe music is a way to do that. I, I've got the notes that we we made Great. from that that discussion. We we had a little pre uh, meeting before this podcast, and we talked about. I was a bit sort of blown away by it, really, uh, the amount of things <laughs> that we thought of that music helped you with. So, firstly, composition, like creating something, mm -hmm. um, technology. If you play an instrument you are probably more likely to be maybe a bit more confident with technology mm. um, or recording music eventually or becoming a producer uses lots of technology. Say, mm -hmm. for example, a guitarist, an electric guitarist, they would have to use cables, an amplifier, yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. and know how it works. Um, em yeah. Emotional intelligence, we said. Working <laughs> in a band or an orchestra requires a lot of emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Patience as well, Patience. that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, spiritual intelligence, people um, 
maybe can enhance that side of themselves, particularly if in church we um, in church or anywhere that you might um, practice your religion, mm. music is involved, but it's to do with connecting with um, a God or someone um, higher than you um, in a different way. So you're building this spiritual intelligence. We also said physical intelligence. So if you're a singer, you need to be quite able. And, well, I suppose that's a tricky one, but it tends to be the, the more in shape you are, the easier it is. And also yeah. you, pra you are practicing using certain muscles and things like that. So, that Yeah, and also the, uh, the fine motor skills. Yes. Like with with most instruments you need it will develop those fine motor skills exactly that's yeah that's a really good point i think as well the sensitivity that comes out of that for example when you've played guitar for a long time or piano you really get a feel for it and you can make the tiniest movement which that could be transferred into um maybe you're an artist or you're a surgeon mm. or something mm, like that yeah yeah. Um, then we said exercising the creative side of the brain. So through music, we are practicing this almost childlike part of ourselves where we're being imaginative. People aren't imaginative enough these days. Mm. And, mm. and we need that for marketing. We need that for people who are going to come up with ideas, who are going to change yeah. the world. Um, Managers... I mean, creative, like creative thinking is, is so important, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, we also said discipline and work, work ethic. I think maybe, I think there's a lot of children who need that, who they really need mm. something that they can practice persevering at uh, and honing that skill. Because, I mean, you understand if you've learned an instrument, that it's the work you put in that gets you to where you want to be. And that's transferable, that attitude to learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, my dad sent me something. It was, um, it was about, I think it was about Bruce Springsteen. And um, this guy was saying, like, Bruce Springsteen, as a kid, terrible singer, terrible at guitar. Like, teachers were like, you are, you're terrible. You're <laughs> not, you don't have talent. And he just worked really, really hard. And like, he would sing in bands and they'd be like, you can't be the lead singer because you are terrible. No you way. don't have a good voice. Yeah. And that's Bruce Springsteen. It's like, <laughs> wow. It just, it just goes to show, you know, like talent is one thing, but, but in anything in life, like the harder you work, the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Generally. Definitely. Um, we also yeah. said communication. So, um, mm we might communicate in our words through song we might be able to communicate an emotion more clearly through music than than through what we say um also interpersonal skills knowing yourself and how you feel and how you are likely to react to something um and using being able to use music to change or I suppose maybe calm your mood. That's something that I've found over the past few years has really helped me if I'm feeling a bit rubbish <laughs> to put something mm. on that will help me let it out. 
And that's, that's a skill in itself. Yeah, and particularly, I think particularly for young children, when you're, when you're struggling to know how to express your emotions, thank you, how to express your emotions, um, then, yeah, like, having those outlets can be really helpful. Like, if you, if you can't verbalise what's going on in your head mm. and you don't know how to explain it, sometimes, sometimes just listening to something that, that can get it out so is, true. is really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. writing, uh, writing, you know, song words, song lyrics. Um, that is another way that you, both you're improving on your use of language, but also that can be one of those, oh, so that's how I was feeling. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know. Um, so that's, yeah. that's another thing. We also said problem solving, um, mm. the whole just theory and, oh, how am I going to, change into that key um mm, things like yeah. that is it's just yeah. there's so many things I think probably the most important one though I would say is listening oh massively yeah and and all of the stuff that goes with that like the way that if you you're exercising that ability to listen it exercises empathy and like all those different things that we're looking to help children to develop yeah at that age definitely definitely um <laughs> awesome well next question this i love this question i was so proud of myself when i wrote this question oh <laughs> um what has teaching taught you <laughs> <laughs> oh man um do you know if you ask me that question pre-lockdown and post-lockdown very different answers <laughs> um I think like teaching online the, the biggest thing teaching has taught me is how hard it is to explain to somebody how to play an instrument when you're not in the room with them to adjust their bow hold or whatever and how impossible it is to explain to parents how to tune a violin. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so hard. I have spent, like, some... I mean, I'm, I'm like... Some of my half-an-hour lessons, it's, like, 15 minutes. It's just trying to mm. talk talk them through tuning. It's... Yeah. But, but aside from that, like, I think... I think teaching has taught me to... Uh, to, it, like, go with the unexpected... Mm. Um, cause I teach really young kids, uh, you just never know what you're going to get and they're all beginners and it's like one day really varies from the next, mm. what they're going to respond to. I can't predict. I sometimes think that they're going to really enjoy something and they don't. Yeah. Um, and, and also there, I think, I think for me, like at that age, what I really want to give to my students is loving their instrument mm. and really wanting to learn and not so much like strict you know overachieving or trying to aim for a grade or whatever so I think uh yeah teaching has really taught me how I can apply that to my own life in a way because you've got to practice what you preach and while I'm saying to these kids like you know 
don't you don't need to be ambitious just take your time in my own life I'm really ambitious and sometimes I'm like I need to be more like a five-year-old yeah. and just like I find kids kids love like playing all the black notes together because it makes a great sound and I'm like yeah it does make a great sound maybe I should do that yeah. more just do whatever feels feels fun. Definitely. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. I think we all need to take time to be that that kid self again. And mm. it can feel so freeing. And I think actually something that I do, which I don't think very many people do, is I <laughs> there's some children that I look after and I take them to the park, but I always will get on the on the climbing frame and go on the swing and go down yeah, the slide the swings oh it yeah. should be encouraged because we should be exercising that that imaginative side of ourselves um and i think there are actually some adult playgrounds somewhere i think it might be yorkshire somewhere but i i want to go <laughs> nice. um maybe nice. that'll be a fun lockdown activity if if those are open yeah just play yeah i know and it's it's funny how like um, working with kids in any way, you know, I, I used to nanny and now I'm teaching, but like, just, I'm like, when, when do we get to that age where we, where everything suddenly becomes focused mm. and like serious and goal oriented, orientated, mm. um, like that's a great thing, you know, like it's great to, to be ambitious, but just, it's just great that working with kids can remind you that sometimes, just playing is, yeah. is good enough. Yeah. And it can really take us away from the stress of of the mm. world. I, I mean, there's a there's a little boy that I've been homeschooling um and because <laughs> he's not in school, there's this, there's this massive lack of routine and and so it was yesterday or the day before I just said, "Right, okay." Um it's work time now. We're going to do our morning maths. We're going to do our maths and then we're going to have 15 minute lunch uh, play time. And, and then, uh, and I'll set it all on the timer. So we would know it'd be like, that's the school bell. And I was playing with him that I was, I was his nice. teacher and that, um, he was the student and it got to lunchtime. And I said, you know, you haven't done your work and I'm going to keep you in for five minutes before you can play because, you, you need to learn that this this work has to be done and he was really like serious about it he, he wanted to play along he kept saying miss miss Rowe, miss Rowe, kind of you know he knows that i'm meg but he, he's like playing he wants mm. to play and he'd keep putting his hand yeah. up even though he knew he didn't have to but it's it just really taught me a lot just just that in itself how essential that is and obviously so many children are missing out on this at the moment particularly if you imagine um, only children who are at mm. home locked in with parents and carers and they don't have, they might not have someone who will play with them in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to have to it's... help them out at when, when we get back to school again, make sure <laughs> we have loads of playtime and, and yeah. it's going to be interesting. Remember this? Remember yeah, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how this affects children mm. in the long term. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, next question. Let's see. 
<laughs> so I want to talk more about your channel because I think that sure. more people need to know about what you do. And uh, I think mm -hmm. it's really good quality. I think it's brilliant that it's on YouTube and there's so much that's available for free. And you, you can mm. reach so many people with what you're doing and it's it helps teachers to tick off a lot of their what they have to do and all they have to do is ask the children to watch watch a video and listen and I think the way that you do it as well it clearly shows that you understand how to communicate with children and how how you know really break things down because it can be hard if you do know the concept to break it down into how they will be able to understand it so I think you do a really good job of getting that across to the kids and there's some games on there and everything like that but what <laughs> was it that inspired you to create your channel yeah so I'm I mean like I had the idea for it in uh like the summer 2019 and I wanted to funnily enough like I wanted to do content for toddlers and babies like that was the original premise because because I was teaching these baby classes and I was like I love doing this and I want to give give parents of young children like the resources to have that at home um and then and then sort of just shelved it because I never had time and then lockdown happened and you know, I've got lots of teacher friends and I was just seeing that so many people were struggling to get the resources and lots of teachers have been thrown into this, like, you've got to teach online and didn't necessarily have the the technical skills to do that. So I was like, right, okay, let's revisit that idea. But instead of doing it for these, for these like toddlers, then maybe it's a useful thing for key stage yeah. one teachers. Um, and just thinking back to like my own experiences at school and how little music provision we had, I was like, right, okay, what can I give to my old primary school teachers that will really help them? Um, yeah, and I guess, yeah, thank you. I mean, it's, uh, I, I live in a house with other actors, so we had all the lighting and all the sound equipment and stuff already. So that's why I can make it it's look perfect. so good. Um, uh, but but yeah I think I think it's it's hard to particularly when you're like somebody who studied music and done you know a level or university sometimes these concepts are so solid in your own head it's really hard to take them back to real basics but I do have quite a childish brain so sometimes I just think right okay how can I explain this to myself and then just translate that to children, basically. Um, Absolutely yeah. love it. It's it's really, really great. And I think at the moment as well, this was part of why I really wanted to start these, these discussions. Um, it's really hard for teachers to do music at the moment remotely because we're just mm. not, we're not mm. used to this. Um, and and even before lockdown, teachers were struggling because of of, yeah. of it being seem to yeah well it coming across as a subject that is quite specialist and um and yeah. I think you do a really good job of of making these you know these concepts like the pitch and tempo making them seem like not something that's really hard to understand yeah I guess I think like with with these musical concepts 
there is, I think you're right, there's like a stigma that it's really hard or you've got to know an instrument to understand them. And there's certain things in music that it helps to know an instrument. But I think actually what what you need to know when you're when you're just discovering the world of music, when you're sort of that age, like key stage mm-hmm. one, isn't all these like technical words or like even how a concept translates to mm. an instrument. It's like anyone can understand the concept of pitch or dynamics or tempo. It's really easy and goes beyond music. You know, you can see examples of those things just everywhere. Um, and the more that I think the more the more simple and the less technical these music concepts can be mm. explained. I think it's easier for teachers who don't have an understanding of music. And it's more fun for kids because because they might not play an instrument, but they can go outside and like see something that moves fast and be able to go, ah, yeah, yeah, right. I I get that. Um, I had one, I had someone who said to me that they'd watched that pitch video that I did and that their toddler then spent the entire day pointing out things going, hi, high pitch, low pitch, (laughs) high pitch, low pitch. That's brilliant. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, um, so where can we find your channel? Yes, it's uh, youtube.com forward slash music with Meg. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Nice and, and easy. Yeah, and, and what about um, Twitter and Patreon as well? Oh, yeah. So um, on all social media, it's just music with Meg UK. Someone else had pipped me to the post on <gasps> music with Meg. <laughs> so it's music with Meg UK. Um, and then I do, yeah, I have a Patreon, which is also, it's just patreon.com forward slash music with Meg. Um, and Patreon is, it's it's a cool platform. It allows you to just, you can just contribute. Like, I think the lowest amount is two pounds a month. And you can have access to all these teaching materials to go alongside the videos. So if you are stuck and you want to use my pitch video, for example, then there's also worksheets and stuff that you can use alongside oh, it. Oh, that's great. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I know so many teachers that would really benefit from that sort of thing. And also, at you know, as low as £2, £3 a month, that's that's ace. That's, you yeah. know, because the, the, there are a lot of places that will charge so much for that sort of thing and it's often it's something where the school will have to pay mm-hmm. for a license and it'll be a few hundred pounds this is such a, a cheap and useful um and accessible um option for people yeah great um <laughs> that's amazing so i think i think we'll wrap it up there that's that's been that's been fantastic thank you so much great. oh no problem thank you amazing um yeah i'm not sure who we're going to have on next but if if you're listening and you are someone who wants to have a discussion you have a a background in music education if you're a primary school teacher um or a musician i would love to speak to you our email is primary music teaching at gmail.com I will write it in in the in the down below bit. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.